Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Pastor J.D.'s Bible prophecy updates are getting more specific as the weeks pass and the second coming of Christ draws near. He's more certain than ever that Jesus' return is imminent. He also believes that the mark of the beast could come in the form of a mandatory COVID vaccination. Turn to Christ today and be saved. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's prophecy update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly prophecy update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor JD with today's prophecy update as shared on July 12, 2020. A lot to get to again today, so we're just going to get right to it. For today's update, I'm hoping to clear up much of the confusion surrounding the belief that a yet future COVID-19 vaccine could eventually become the mark of the beast that we're told about and is foretold in the book of Revelation. Also, I think I'd be grossly remiss were I not to follow up on my comments last week concerning the QAnon Great Awakening. Lord willing, next Sunday I plan to address this movement from a biblical perspective and explain why I believe it is a deception. That is next week, but for today, I want to begin by thanking everyone who sent me information on both topics, actually. And I want to let you know that I'm learning so much from all of you. And actually, much of what I'm going to be talking about today came from those who are very astute and well-informed, many of whom are in the medical field. Please know that I spent most of the week going through all the material, and it was quite voluminous, I might add, that I was sent. And before we jump in, I want to start with Isaiah chapter 8, verses 11 through 13. We may talk about this as well next week, Lord willing, but verse 11, Isaiah 8, this is what the Lord says to me, with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything this people calls a conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear, and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. 
He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. When the prophet Isaiah wrote this prophecy, the armies of Israel and Syria had already destroyed Judah and were headed for Jerusalem. And the reason is because there was a conspiracy to put their own ruler on the throne and dethrone the king, King Ahaz. As such, Isaiah is inspired by the Holy Spirit to declare in this prophecy that they need not fear what their enemies were conspiring to do. Rather, the Lord wanted His people to fear Him instead of fearing the evil conspiracies and threats. It's important to understand that the word for conspiracy in the original language of the Hebrew Old Testament carries with it this idea of a plan, a plot, an agenda by a group of people to do something evil, unlawful, and harmful by conspiring and allying together. Now, it's with this understanding that I think we're ready to proceed with what I would argue is this evil plan, conspiracy, if you will, to vaccinate every human in the world. While there will be those who, of their own volition, will want the vaccine to return to their lives, eventually it will become mandated for all. Key word, all. And I want to come back to that word, all, here shortly. Now, for those of you who are thinking to yourselves, no, come on, that's not going to happen. Two words. Think masks. Three months ago, I will, I'll admit it, I'll confess. Three months ago, you, you come to me and you said, Pastor J.D., do you think they'll ever mandate masks? I would have said, I, I, no, I don't think so. Hello! Even now, some states are making it mandatory to wear a mask. I am of the belief, and I'm not going to go off script too much today. <laughs> I'm going to stick with my notes for what I think would be deemed obvious reasons, given the nature of what I'm going to be talking about today. A lot of information. It's very technical as well, but um, this is one of those uh, times where I'm going to go off script and just say that I am personally of the belief <laughs> that now it's a mask, M-A-S-K, to prepare everyone for the mark, M-A-R-K. Because I know, like you, I can't go into Foodland and buy spicy ahi poke 
which I really love, unless I have a mask. Either that or I send somebody in to buy it for me, which I've thought about actually. <laughs> but it is required. It is mandatory if I want to buy anything in that store. This is one of actually many reasons that I believe the yet future, yet future COVID-19 vaccine will ultimately become the mark of the beast prophesied in Revelation chapter 13. Let's read Revelation chapter 13. You can follow along verses 15 through 18. I want to point a couple things out. Verse 15, John writes, He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and, listen very carefully, cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, all, again hang on to that, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and, verse 17, that no one may buy spicy ahipoke, no it doesn't say that, that's in the JDV, sorry, let me try that again, verse 17, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, his number is six. Six, six. Okay. Revelation chapter 20, verse 4. I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded. Why? Because of their testimony about Jesus, and because of the word of God. They had not worshipped the beast or its image, and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years, speaking of the kingdom age, that millennial reign for a 1,000 year period. Okay. If you'll kindly indulge me, I would like to connect the prophetic dots, as it were, and explain how said vaccine seems to fit with all of this. First, and this is very important, please don't miss this, Receiving the mark will be in concert with a vow or oath, if you prefer, to pledge one's allegiance to 
and worship of the beast. Furthermore, receiving the mark will also be such that all who do take it in worship of the beast will only then be able to work and buy and sell. It's important to understand that the Antichrist has not yet been revealed. So those who receive a vaccine now are not and cannot be worshiping the beast. Simply put, there's no beast to worship yet by virtue of the fact that he's not been revealed yet. However, as I've stated in prior updates, I will personally never accept any vaccine. And this for a number of reasons, chief of which is because of what's in them and the potential harm from them. As for those who have asked about whether or not they should accept a vaccine in order to return to their employment, that is your decision. I will never tell you what you should or should not do. I can only encourage you or advise you, as I did last week, to really do some research. And you need information because this is a decision that you may be forced to make. And I do want to encourage you, as I mentioned last week, for those of you who refuse anything like this, under the threat of losing your livelihood, that God will never leave you or forsake you. He will always provide for you. His children are never begging bread. God may choose to provide for you in ways that you could have never otherwise known. And who knows that maybe God is actually shutting that door only to open up another one. And whenever God does that, I know in my own life, whenever God has shut a door, it's always been to open up a way more better one, (laughs) if I can say it that way. (laughs) But again, that's your decision to make. I've already made my decision. I will not because of the information that I have and the information that I want to share with you today. Before you make that decision, you may want to do a little more research on how the COVID-19 vaccine will have the propensity to alter your human DNA. We talked about this uh, before. I won't go into it in great detail today, but pictured here is a screenshot of GatesNotes.com, which is actually Bill Gates's blog site. In a video on the site, Gates states, and I quote, that's why I'm particularly excited by two new approaches that some of the candidates are taking. Speaking of the uh, COVID-19 vaccine candidates, RNA and DNA vaccines. It, quoting, if one of these new approaches pans out, we'll likely be able to get vaccines out 
to the whole world, all the world, much faster. With RNA and DNA, listen, instead of putting that shape in, you put instructions into the code to make that shape. That's the DNA code, the genome, the human DNA code. So you're putting instructions, splicing into that DNA code and telling it what to do. That is altering your human DNA. To the question of whether or not we as Christians will ever be put in this position to accept the mark, the answer is absolutely not. And please stay with me. Here's why. The church has to be raptured prior to the seven-year tribulation when the aforementioned prophecies are fulfilled. Now, again, listen very carefully, because I don't want to be misunderstood when I say this. This is very important. That's not to say that the rapture has to happen before the vaccine is available. It is to say that we will not be forced to take it and pledge allegiance to and worship of the beast. How are you so sure? Well, I'm so sure on the authority of God's sure word of prophecy, on the authority of God's written word of truth, and the sound doctrine and the truth of a pre-tribulation rapture, particularly, by the way, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, which we've also talked about at length. As for how and when the vaccine will actually transition to the actual mark of the beast, it's my belief that it will ultimately be vis-a-vis the DNA-altering biotechnology using artificial intelligence. Now, I know that was kind of a mouthful. So let me see if I can maybe expound on that just briefly uh, for just a moment. The technology that is in existence today is such that, and I've been asked this, how is it possible that the COVID-19 vaccine can be the mark because nobody's going to get a vaccine injection into the head, the forehead, right? Right. That's where this quantum dot tattoo technology comes into play and the patent that currently exists on this technology, which also exists. It is a tattoo. And this, by the way, for me anyway, and I hope maybe for you as well, because this is another question that's brought up, because some translations render Revelation 13 as the mark going in, not on. I would submit that it's both, because this technology is such that the tattoo goes on and subsequently in. So I believe it's both. You know, today you'll see, and this is again, I think, uh, preparing a preconditioning 
pre-programming, if I can even say it that way, where you see people, before they're allowed entrance or access into a uh, place, they, they have this, I can't even say it, <laughs> it's, it's a thermometer to take your temperature on your forehead. How convenient. Before you're allowed access into whatever that place is that you're going, presumably a place to buy (laughs) something from. This technology already exists, and according to Daniel 9.27, 2 Thessalonians 2.4, Revelation 13, 15 through 18, which we just read, and Matthew 24, 15 through 25, it seems that this transition to becoming the mark actually takes place at the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation. That's where the Antichrist will demand to be worshipped. And those who refuse to worship Him, the image of the beast, then they are killed. This is why I'm so thankful to be solid doctrinally concerning the pre-tribulation rapture. Were I not, I would personally be freaking out right now. Can I tell you that? I just did. I would be scared to death, literally. I would be so full of fear right now if I were not settled and sound doctrinally concerning the truth, not theory, the truth of the pre-tribulation rapture. Sadly, it's after the rapture that those who are left behind will enter into the seven-year tribulation and be put in that position to make that decision. Namely, that of having to accept the mark of the beast under the threat of being beheaded if they refuse to worship the beast. If you were to ask me what I thought was one of the main reasons that it's actually this yet future vaccine that becomes the mark of the beast, my answer would be this. It's because it's both medical and pharmaceutical. And I'll explain. Please stay with me. Revelation chapter 9, verses 20 and 21. But the rest of mankind, who were not killed by these plagues, did not repent of the works of their hands, that they should not worship demons and idols of gold, silver, brass, stone, and wood, which can neither see, nor hear, nor walk. And they did not repent of their murders or their sorceries, hang on to that word, or their sexual immorality, or their thefts. Jesus is returning. This fact is one we can get excited about, despite any circumstances we find ourselves in. 
Jesus will return one day to rid this earth of every evil thing that's destroying it. He'll once and for all take down the enemy and establish his kingdom in our midst. How soon will this amazing event occur? The Bible tells us that no one knows the exact date, but it does give us clues about events that will take place as it nears. This is why Pastor J.D. has created these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The Mideast Bible Prophecy Update is a focused look at current events through the lens of prophecy. The Bible has given us clear indicators of what's to come, and we can see many of these events happening all around the world today. Join us each week for an in-depth look at what the Bible has to say about current events on these Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates. The latest updates are available on the In Spirit and Truth YouTube channel, and you'll find a link to our page by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. You can also access these teachings through our mobile app for Apple and Android devices. Just search for In Spirit and Truth in your app store, or follow the links provided at InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com. With this app, you can take the Mideast Bible Prophecy Updates with you wherever you go, as well as give you access to many other teachings Pastor J.D. has shared from the pages of Scripture. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope you'll join us again right here on In Spirit and Truth.